Welcome to the Random Tea Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about season one, episode eight, The Well. Da, da, da. Much drama. Many, many dramas. Many dramas. Many, many realms dramas. Ooh. Not just the one, like normal. Nice. Aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely aliens. Yep. Wow. How are things in space? <laughs> space, space is, is good. Fine. Oh, space is fine. Yeah. That's right. Space is fine. Space is fine. <laughs> He just took it with stride, didn't he? He did. Oh, I love Thor. So uh, this is the episode that aired after The Dark World came out. Yes. This is our first tie-in. First official movie tie-in. Yes. Because everything else has just been mentioning stuff that's already happened. So this was the first. Yes. This was actual... their first experiment with tying the TV into the movies. Yes. And I did not see Thor The Dark World when I was supposed to. So I kind of missed it. Yeah. But yeah, you know, whatever. When they were doing reruns. And that's why and and, and this is why we saw it happen in this episode. So And when, I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? So when Winter Soldier came out, we were like, we're not missing it this time. Mm-hmm. We were out of town. Yeah. And still went to go went see Winter Soldier on a Monday before the Tuesday airing. So we could see the Tuesday airing. Yeah. It was very important that we did that. It was very, very important that we did that. Um, yeah. See, we were even dedicated before we had a podcast. There you go. There you go. There it is. Quality. I know. So, um, this was an interesting episode. We got a lot of information. Got some backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that was good. And I enjoy Peter McNichol. I was really thinking that something was going to happen but it happens in a later episode, not in this episode. Ah, okay. So you were getting your episodes mixed up. I was getting up. my episodes mixed up. This was not the one I originally thought it was. Ah. So. Uh, that's a different Asgardian episode. <laughs> Spoiler alert. There are other there's Asgardian more than one. shenanigans. Yeah, there's more than, you know, one Asgardian in Asgard. Yeah. Or yeah. on Earth. Or on Earth, actually. So, um, Yeah. So, uh, you want to do writer director, or do we have? We don't have any pre back, do we? I have feedback pertaining to this particular episode, both non spoiler and spoiler. Okay, but we'll do that at the end because it is about this okay. episode. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, so it was directed by Jonathan Frakes. <gasps> Jonathan Frakes of um, obviously of uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation fame, but also. Um, he of director direct- fame. Uh, yeah. He directed five episodes of Librarians, 13 of Leverage, uh, the last two Librarian movies, and one episode of Dollhouse, which I put that in there for you. Aw, yay. Aw, yay. <laughs> I've got to go back and rewatch. We've got. We're going to have to podcast Dollhouse. Yeah, at some point. It's only two seasons. I know. You can do it. We can't add anything this summer. No, 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 no. Because no. I don't want to kill no. you. Because you no. will die. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's just not going to happen. Um, we have a lady writer this week. Um, Yay. Monica Breen. Um, and she came back in season one for 12 and 19. In season two, she did three, 13, and 18. And in season three, three and 11. Okay, so she's still around, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty this cool. Is a, this was a very strong story-building episode. It was not a, a, a monster of the week. Well, it kind of was a monster of the week, but there, we learned much more about Ward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. So this was almost, you and know. We, and she had to handle the Thor tie-in. Yes. 
And yes, yes. As so, we know, the more crap we add to this universe, the harder it gets to it's all connected. Yeah. Because you've got so many different people involved. So I thought I thought they did a good job. Yes, I agree. Um, so we start out and we are in London. Um, and apparently uh Colson's team has cleanup duty after the events of Thor the Dark World. Okay, so this is the second time that we've seen them do because they were they were at the hub, mm-hmm. and now they're cleaning this up. Mm-hmm. They're they're following Shield's orders. This is not a hand picked mission from Phil, which is what the story was supposed to be. And that's the premise of his team is he gets to run things. He gets his to way. pick his missions and decide. So, so he's there doing. Do you think it might be the personal ke- connection between Coulson and the Battle of New York? Maybe, maybe that Coulson wanted to be here because Thor was involved. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. How close to Cap can he be? I know. At any given time. Bless him, little heart. Yeah. And we still don't, I don't get the well, impression that any of the Avengers know that he's alive. True. Also, of all the people in S.H.I.E.L.D., who's going to have the most experience with Asgardian or Chitauri? Well, I guess it was, this wasn't Chitauri. This no, was this the Dark Elves. Dark Elves, yeah. You know, alien anything is going to be Coulson. Yeah. Yeah. So... So, um, so they're cleaning up and apparently there is just a shit ton of debris and they're having to be like very nitpicky with it. And, um, but basically, and, and this kind of calls back to the, um, uh, what is it? Item. I can never remember the number. Item number 32, 42. 42 is the answer to life, the universe and everything. It's that one shot where they have a piece of Chitauri tech. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's not. Oh wait, so oh wait, four. Yeah, the other but one. it kind of it kind of calls back to that one shot where it's like we literally can't let anybody get any of this stuff because it could wreak havoc. And um, item forty-seven. Forty-seven. I think I should remember that, but I probably. That's won't. a tough number. Um, and so this is when uh, Gemma gets a call from her parents on her phone, and she ignores it, and Col- mm. uh, not not Colson. Um, Fitz gives her a look. And she's like, I'll talk to them when I'm ready. And he gives her that, like, I'm not going to say anything, but I'm judging you. <laughs> look. I'm not saying anything, but I'm saying something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know that look. Judgy face. And um, she's I've seen that look. I know. <laughs> and so she, everybody kind of looks at her and she's like, okay, well, they want to know what happened and I don't know what to tell them. And I haven't talked to them since I, since the whole thought I was dying, jumped out of a plane thing. So that's going to be weird. So, um, so while that's going on, Skye is bothering Coulson because she wants to know all about Asgardians. She is so excited. She is like a little puppy. Yeah. In a candy store. And I thought, and I didn't notice this the first couple times I watched this, but I noticed it when I was rewatching it for the, for the podcast. We get a mini, like, because the whole thing is you have to be able to watch S.H.I.E.L.D. without watching the Marvel movies. Okay. It enhances it. But you have to at least... It's still basically a separate universe. Right. And so Sky gives the, the you know, dime store version of, hey, Asgardians were what they were mistaken for gods when they came down to Earth a long time ago. This is what the North, the Norse Pantheon, they do pantheon is, mm-hmm. is based on. And so that kind of, you know, um, takes it from, from the explanation we got in Thor. But I thought that was kind of, I mean, it wasn't too heavy, but it was enough of like... If you don't know what the fuck's going on, I'm going to give you a really Here quick synopsis. Here you go. Yeah. So I thought that was good. Um, and at one point, uh, was this the point where, 
who was it? Somebody was like, listen, I know Thor is handsome after Sky calls him dreamy. Sky calls him dreamy. And Coulson mom's says, like, uh, no, no, he's dreamy. He's dreamy. Yeah. <laughs> she's not wrong. He is, in fact. And the way she says it, because she looks off into the distance. Yeah, she's got no. the misty eyed. Yeah. He's dreamy. Yeah. Those arms, man. Chris Hemsworth is a very large human being, which is hilarious to, to think of because we just recorded the podcast for The Cabin in the Woods. And he was not that large then. Which was filmed in 2009. Yes. Yes. So he had Thor. not done his big training transformation yeah. for Thor and... Wow. Yeah. I need a personal trainer. <laughs> Where do I get one of those? Yeah. Oh, wait, I have to be in the movies. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we end that scene and we go to Norway and we go to a national park um, that I'm not going to try to pronounce because I'll butcher it. Um, and oh, if you can't pronounce it, don't even let me look at it. And so we get two uh, park rangers that notice that there is this sign that's been defaced. Yes. And did you notice that particular symbol? I did and I looked it did up. Did that just look in case familiar it, to you? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, from Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, yeah. The Odal symbol. Uh huh. And I, I even knew it. Like when I saw it, I was like, I think that's Odal. Yeah, I was like, is it? Is it? Is it? It is. Which yeah. it's it's it it's it's stuttering is what it is. You're excited. You're really I am excited. so excited. It's a Norse symbol meaning heritage. Mm-hmm. So it kind of fits. Yeah. Although I was so excited when I saw it, I was like, oh, oh, I know this and one. And it was in the correct usage. I know. It wasn't in some random thing where you're like, why are there Norse runes? I don't understand. But anywho, um, so it turns out that there are these two uh, pagan paganists and um, it's Jacob. No, no, they're like neo-paganists. I don't yeah. know what the hell they are, but yeah. they are not paganists. Yeah. They're I take the word very seriously. Okay. Uh, I don't know what the fuck they were. Yeah. Yeah, and I need to talk to you later about their their yeah, um, we have, yeah, yeah. motivations because they're dubious to me. Um, well, so we have... We, we have uh, should be touching people's stabs. Jacob, if you're going to be all, like, American about it. Um, or Jacob, I guess. Maybe. I'm not, I'm not sure how it's pronounced in Norwegian circles. Because um, we are not. And then you have uh, Petra. And so they are following um, instructions they have on this piece of paper, and they find <gasps> the ring of stones that they're excited about, which is really cool. And there's this as chain. As long as it's not a fairy ring, we're yeah, good. There's this tree in the middle of it. And he just gets his chainsaw out. And at first, at first, I remember when I first watched it, I thought, oh, these are like hippie environmentalist yes, hipster people. Yes, But they're, they're just cutting down a fucking tree, so I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I thought they were going to like chain themselves to it or some shit. Yeah. But no... But no, and so they find this metal um, uh, rod, um, and it's got runes all over it, um, as you would expect an Asgardian rod to have runes on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, he uh, he takes it out, and he's got gloves on, and he asks her if she's ready for it. She's like, yeah, yeah. And so as soon as she touches it, um, it gets all glowy glow, and... Um, Okay, rule number, random TT podcast, rule number three. No touchy touchy. No touchy touchy. See, you're just dumb. Yeah. And um, so he's, he's, and like, she's, she's like, kind of almost hulking out a little bit without the whole, without the green skin. And uh, he's like, oh, don't fight the memories. Don't fight the rage as it envelops you and da, 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 da. And so she's screaming. And of course, this is when the rangers show up. Because they heard the Bless chainsaw. their hearts. These poor rangers did not deserve any of this. No. 
And so they were just trying to clean the vandalism down I know, the side. They're just trying to like keep track of their nice little national park. And so um, she, as soon as one of them comes up, she like just hits him with one, uh, with one shot and like sends him flying across the clearing. And you're it's like, sweet. alrighty. So yes, yeah, so you're like, well, that's the thing that happened. These, these, These two park rangers are obviously taking this vandalism and everything very, very personally. You yeah. can see the, like, they're for real upset. They're yeah. not just doing their job, you know, uh, howdy do When they heard the cops. chainsaw, they were like, the fuck? Yeah, they, they yeah. were, and then they get hit, and it just, it was, their concern for these trees made you feel yeah concern yeah so that was really well done with the that's that's directing right there yeah so because yeah. that easily could have been a throwaway okay and then you react well to they're the throwaway characters and, yeah exactly but, but those two actors yeah. filled those shoes I, I believe they were park rangers yeah and i don't mean to harp on it but it just really came through it's really kind of rare to, to see in a show like this where yes and, and that's the thing not to say that shows like this are you know are not quality but They've got to get the shit done on schedule. Yeah. You know, if oh, yeah. this is a money-making business, and then you've got to go on to the next episode and the next episode. So, yeah, it was kind of nice to see well, that. Well, this is a big episode. They knew it was going to be it seen. Is. It is. Um, and so this is when we go back to our team, and they get um, they get word of what happened in Norway. And apparently they're just able to just fuck off on this whole debris cleanup mission. Maybe it was just S.H.I.E.L.D. was like, listen, is anybody available to help us with this shit? Maybe they had nothing else to do at the moment. Because there was, I mean, just think about, like, that spaceship in Thor Dark World. Mm. Everything crashing and shit falling out of the convergence. S.H.I.E.L.D. ain't got nothing stuff. better to do right now but the whole convergence thing. Yeah. Oh, and they're also, also another thing that they explained in that one scene was that with the Battle of New York, they were able to contain it a little better. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody knows aliens exist. Yeah. If you didn't believe it, like if you were kind of one of those where you're like, I don't know, I wasn't New York. Yeah, the space, the the moon landing was a hoax and everything, but now... This fucking happened. This happened. So that, so it's... In, in the world of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., aliens are a thing. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons where Gemma's like, okay, I don't want to talk to my parents right now. Yeah. I don't have a lot of explanations for them. And and also, I kind of got the and impression... And that she already knew. Yeah, and I kind of also get the impression that like, she doesn't have good reassuring words to give them. Mm. There's no reassurance yeah. to be given. It's like, yep, aliens, well, and they're she's, fucking stuff up. And she's probably the perfect daughter who would never lie to her parents. Of and course. Does, and there's only so much she can tell them. My sweet baby Gemma. You know, confidentiality agreements and, yeah. you know, all that garbage. Exactly. Pain but, of death, jumping out of airplanes. That whole thing. Fits. I probably wouldn't tell the parents about that. No. Like, no. I told my mom that I climbed the big thing at um, Sloss, the big... Uh, Big Alice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I told her that like a year ago and she kind of freaked out. She was like, are you kidding me? And I was like, yeah, I kind of did. I, I was a teenager, but yeah, so you just don't need to tell your parents stuff like that. Yeah, I, um, to piggyback on that, I had a bike accident when I was about five or six years old, tore up my ankle, like mm-hmm. to the bone, tore up. Oh my God. Up. I still have a scar about the size of a nickel. Oh my gosh. Um, tore it up and I went back home I had to go to the doc I mean it was bad and they yeah. took me to the doctor and they patched up as best they could but there's really nothing they could do about it until mm-hmm. it healed up um and it, I'm fine there's nothing wrong with my ankle or anything but I can show you the scar um 
I, so I was about five or six years old, would not tell my mother what happened. What happened? <laughs> I don't know. I was 22. Oh, by the time you admitted Before it. I told my mother what actually had happened. I was riding on a one person bicycle, but we had two people. Somebody else was pedaling and I was on the seat. And Y'all my, dumb shits. My foot got caught in and the spokes just... of the tire oh. and it chopped up my ankle. And that's what happened. And I thought I was going to get in serious trouble with the fire so you, department. I don't remember. Because, you know, the fire department, the policemen who come to your school and tell you about bike safety, I thought they were going to come and get me. <laughs> so I did not tell my mom until I was in my 20s. Yeah. And 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 jumping out of a plane without a parachute thinking you're good. You don't think that's a bicycle I think, accident I level? I think that's a, little, that's a little higher. You don't think the firemen are going to come and get her? No. No. But she doesn't need to tell mom and dad. No, probably not. So, you know. Um, so they go to, they go to Norway and they're going to check things out and it's really cool, um, because they scan the, the impression that's left on the side of the tree that's, you know, not disintegrated. Yeah. And they kind of get an image of what the staff looks like. Yeah. They can do a 3D model of it. Yeah. Uh, cause Simmons scans it for a 3D model. Right. But I want to talk about her walking up the tree. Oh yeah. Because she's kind of hesitant and Ward. Mm-hmm. Bless his heart, for real. Um, talked her way. He talked her way up into the tree. And she's halfway up the tree going, I know exactly what you're doing. But it, it's working. And I was like, damn, son. It did my heart good to see her in a safety harness, though. Oh, of course. That they yes. had that up. Because I'm actually... like, see, Phil, some people take safety seriously. Wear your damn bulletproof vest. I know, right? Um, but to see Ward be so understanding of her personality. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought that, and I, I did like it that she was like, I know exactly what you're doing. So, um, so that was good. Yeah, I enjoyed that part of the scene. But yeah, they, they do a, a 3D printout. Yes. Uh, like immediately, because Fitz is back. Well, you know they have a 3D printer on the bus because oh, they're you giant know they nerds. Because Simmons is out in the field and Fritz, Fitz is back in the, the lab, which I thought yeah. was interesting yeah um, but uh yeah it's it's an asgardian staff which is broken yeah and yeah uh so Cause she can tell from the scan that it that it is of alien origin um and it like has, you mentioned she sends it back to fitz which i guess maybe he was there just purely for if you have data i might need to do for stuff her with to it. scan yeah mm-hmm. so um and so sky is watching the news and this is when she's like hey uh, this might be relevant. There is this attack from, okay, a paganist hate group in Norway. And, False. And they've left this we are gods message. So, I, but I was like, I don't okay. understand what you were, what they were hoping to achieve with this whole berserker business. Technically, a pagan is... Uh, is the definition of what a pagan is is anyone who is not christian jewish or muslim right so the big one anything outside of that you're considered a pagan right but a pay the the term paganism hate group makes my stomach it seems so anachronistic like it doesn't seem like those words jive in that order so but also it's a little confusing because do they hate pagans or are they pagans who hate yeah, and I, but honestly, their their motivations did not seem 
very clear well, to me. What did okay. they hope to accomplish with okay. all this berserk business? Think back to the Viking times when all they did was rape and pillage and raise villages. Right. That's what they're doing. They're raging and just like the Vikings did back in their day. Sounds fake. It's the best I got, man. It's the best I got. And that's and that's kind of two-dimensional, too, because the Vikings did, like, do some rudimentary farming. But whatever, whatever. So, like, it, but it didn't feel yeah, like... Yeah, but you got to think about the average person watching the show. Yeah. What's their idea or concept of Vikings? Yeah. And the, the Asgards are this big warrior group anyway. So if you go back to your base instincts of a warrior, it's pure rage. Yeah. But then part of me was like, if S.H.I.E.L.D. hadn't got involved gotten involved how long would it have taken asgard to come down and be like the fuck are y'all doing because you know him dolls up there going up sir yeah sir we yeah. need to who ironically loki is on the throne now as pretend so it, so asgard did nothing because loki's on the throne mm. but yeah you know that Heimdall little saw shit. all this shit oh you know he did yeah he's like going, wait wait no, thor no they're fine it's okay no, they're fine they're cool they're cool <laughs> so uh so they go back to the bus and uh ward pulls up the records on these two and of course they're wanted terrorists and they use the word terrorist um and so fits but before this whole berserker staff thing what did they do to be terrorists before that oh whatever i was a lot just like, of short well they had so much to cover in this episode they took some shortcuts yeah so um, Fitz is able to recreate part of the staff. Obviously, they couldn't uh, they couldn't recreate the second half of it, but they they're looking at um, the end marks, and they can tell it's um, it's only one third of a bigger at piece. least. Yeah, is at least one of three pieces. Yeah, and so Sky's like, okay, well, why don't we call Thor? Because you know, Asgard Thor, and Coulson's like. Um, Thor's kind of out of contact right now, which I thought was interesting because at the end of Dark World, we see him come back to Earth to be with Jane. He could have left again. So, who could the fuck Just knows? as easily left again. And, you know, and even if he was on Earth, it's not like he's got a cell phone. That's true. <laughs> it's not like they have a tracking device on him. Yeah, that would have been and smart, was, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just sneak one in. Tony, it's okay. So Sky's like, okay, we're talking about this stuff. And again, this is Sky kind of Sky's being the 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 audience proxy sort of because she's like okay again this may sound crazy but as guardians what if they use magic to find this staff magic is just science we don't understand and that's kind of what Thor told us too and Simmons is the one who keeps saying it and yeah it's absolutely true science and magic are not at all exclusive yeah, yeah not it's not exclusive it's not one or the other this yeah. is not heaven and well even heaven and hell are just two sides of the same coin yeah but yeah magic is just science we don't understand yet yeah it really is and so um have you seen now you see me yeah, exactly exactly um so this is when colson's like okay no i don't think that's the case i think it's something more simple than that and he's like um we're gonna go meet this professor of norse mythology it's the same professor he used when he was in New Mexico. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. And we got the tie-in. Elliot so is, Randolph. Uh, yeah, Elliot Randolph. And so um, we see Elliot, who's played by Peter McNichol, and I love him. Yeah, I was about to go look see who he was portrayed by, but I do love him Peter so McNichol, much. Man. 
And so he's having this uh, talk with one of his students, and it turns out that, like, he's going to let her rewrite the paper, but he's not going to just give her points. And he's like, but I hope that doesn't impact our dinner date. And you're like, oh, God, he's one of those. That's scuzzy. Yeah. Yeah, that's real so scuzzy. So you have a negative feeling like about this guy. He's, yeah. He's one of those professors. Right off. And, and so that student being there was just to give us the scuzzy feeling of this character. Mm-hmm. That's good writing. Yeah. And so um, so as she's leaving, Phil comes in with Fitz and Simmons, and he shows the guy the staff, and the guy's like, oh, my gosh. And so um, Excuse me. he looks at the runes and da-da-da-da. And so they, they start talking, and um, Phil notices that he's got a really expensive pen. It's this gold, fancy-schmancy pen. That's a 744 or something. Yeah. Which, if you've watched uh, The Witch Hunter... The hundred The last ton- witch hunter. The last witch. Oh, you're right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's yes, good. We yes, have to be good. No, no. Let's, here. let's be accurate. Um, the last witch hunter. If you've watched it a hundred times in the last month, as I have, right? Um, it's kind of. I think it's the same type of pen mm-hmm. that he gives his uh, 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 dude. Describe you, dude. The uh, Elijah Wood. Uh, no, the other one. Oh, Michael, the other one. Michael Caine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The blue, blue, blue thirty-eight. Yeah. Uh, Dolmer. Dolmer, yeah. Dolmer. That sounds uh, about right. 37, which is Michael Caine, that he gives him for his retirement. He has it He has it inscribed, which lowered the value just a little bit. Not to me. <laughs> so do you see how many times I I've know, seen right? this movie? You, um, you nerd. I fall asleep shortly thereafter, so I couldn't yeah. tell you what happens next. But um, but yeah, it, it if it's not the same style of pen, it's In really the same close. vein, yeah. yeah. And so um, Randolph tells him that... Uh, it's, this is a piece of the famed Berserker staff from the 12th century. And he's like, he tells him the story that this Asgardian soldier came to Earth, um, but he fell in love with Earth and humanity. And so he left, he stayed behind when everybody else went back to Asgard. And so then the guy. Well, now, uh, I just feel like I have to explain. There wasn't just one berserker. There were yeah, it was like, an army of an berserkers. army of berserkers. This this one he particular one. Um, oh, and this uh, El- this Randolph dude goes on and on about how he's no longer teaching uh, mythology. He's teaching history. Yeah, which I was like, yeah, because you know, yeah, Thor, Loki, Odin, yeah, right there. Yeah. So I just was like, yeah. I think that's that really be, interesting. I need this to happen in my life. For reals, though. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be Norse mythology. No, it could be like Greek or Roman. Or I would be fine with although some obscure Although gods are fucking Celt- crazy. Zeus was pretty insane. Well, it's not like Odin was a nice guy. Yeah, Zeus just sticked his sticked stuck his dick in everything. His his berserker staff. <laughs> his his lightning bolt. <laughs> So, yeah. See, I would be fine with some of the other obscure Celtic yeah, gods okay and that. goddesses. Like, give me some Morrigan, man. Um, speaking of, have you seen the advertisement for American Gods? I have not. The premise is there are gods still among us, and it looks really good. It looks like it might be a podcast contender. Just Ooh, FYI. All right. I will. Uh, yeah. I'll do I think that. It's called American Gods. Is a Hugo. American Gods is a Hugo and Nebula award winning novel by. Neil Gaiman. There you go. Oh, yes, that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Brian Fuller and Michael Green. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's on stars. Yeah. Which okay. We can get. 
So uh, just FYI. Okay. 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 Um. So this is when he tells him that the soldier, when he stayed on Earth, he broke the staff into three pieces because mm-hmm. he wanted to hide them. Mm-hmm. And um, there's this priest in sixteenth in the sixteenth century that learned of the hiding places, and so he, of course, being a dumb shit, wrote down where they were, but he put them in, you know, in poetic verse. To kind of disguise... Don't write shit down. No. Should that be like rule number four? Don't write shit down if you don't want anybody to know it. If hello? That seems kind of simplistic, but, you know, there you go. Is that the no touchy-touchy? Is that covered by no touchy-touchy? <laughs> it's no touchy-touchy. Don't vow. Don't vow. Somewhere in there, don't, don't split vow. Don't split up. Don't sp- if, they had, if he had not separated from the Berserker staff, yeah. none of this shit would have happened. You know, or you could just... He's as guardian. This guy, you know, can swim to the middle of the ocean, drop it down. Like, nobody would have found it that way. Like Crowley did in Supernatural with there the... There you go. The some what was the, the first blade wasn't it? Was it the first blade or was it, I don't. I remember. was thinking it was a horn of something. I don't remember. Who fucking knows? Um, Eleven seasons, man. I've lost track. Yeah, and so um, it turns out that one of them points them toward that tree in Norway. Gosh darn it! Yeah, and so now of course the, there's clues about the other two, um, and the, there's one about uh, being buried with the bones of the dead and being close to God. And so they can't... My eyes cannot roll Yeah, they can't enough. figure out anything right away, but, but he's like, he's like, well, you know, there is a Mount Thor on Baffin Island in Canada that you could look at, and there were some Norse artifacts recently found, so that might be promising. And they're like, yeah, okay, and so they leave. Um, and so they go, they go back to the bus, and apparently Coulson has already sent a team to Baffin Island, which I thought was interesting. That seemed kind of like it was happening way too quick. Um, so how many teams does Colson have? Yeah, and can he direct? Exactly. But apparently they, they confirm that there's there's nothing there. I believe, though, at this point that Director Fury's like, you want to do what? All right. All right, whatever. Does it get you slightly out of my non-existent hair? Uh, okay, okay. Does it get you out of my eye? Yeah, I got enough problems with you people. Um, and so this is when Sky checks the historical records and tries to figure out... Um, sites that would match the clues that they have and it turns out that hey they're already in seville and they're the vikings actually raided in seville and there's this really crusty old crypt that's under a church mm-hmm. and so they're like well that's where it must be and so i was like okay wasn't well, that convenient well, we only have about 45 minutes to get through this story. Well, that's true. So this could have been like movie length. Yeah. And I yeah, would have been like an hour long. Stuff. Like, an, I mean like an actual hour and a half, not yeah. commercial. Yeah. Yeah, because this was kind of Indiana Jones-esque. It was. And so we go see Sky and Ward who are going to search the catacombs. And of course, what do they do, Janya? They split up. Rule number one. Don't split don't up. Don't split up. Okay, so you've got Sky, who's not even a level one field agent. No, she's not even Much an less agent. a level one agent yeah. out here. And I'm like, uh, excuse me, what the fuck? And I don't even think they've armed her. They should have put like May and Ward out in this, this combat dangerous position. But not I, Sky. I know. And so they're, they're, they're searching the catacombs and um, Colson and Fitz are waiting outside in the car. And... <laughs> I'll just wait in the car. Um, Ward, did they leave the air conditioning on? Though? I hope they did. Okay. And so Ward picks up some readings on the staff. Um, well, actually, Fitz picks them up and he directs Ward to, like, it's right in front of you. So so are you saying that 
Fitz is directing Ward to his staff. He is. Do with that what you will. Uh, what, what do we call it? Oh, there's warts. Warts, yes. Warts. Warts shippers. Was that Franzi that gave us warts? No, it was Michael. Oh, was it Michael? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So yes, do with that Michael. what you will, warts shippers. May the warts be with you. <laughs> and so, of course, we find out that this Elliot guy is in the catacombs. Because um, you're like, the fuck, Professor Randolph? <laughs> And he's got he's got the second part of the. Does staff. his face mask come off too? Yeah, yeah it's, where it's, are the Scooby Snacks? It's Old Man Randolph. Um, <laughs> row, row, raggy jinkies. And so <laughs> Ward um, grabs at the staff, and we see the Berserker thing happen to him, and he gets these memories about mm-hmm. a little boy trapped in a well, and uh-huh. so you're like, well, that's pleasant, and so. Um, his scanner goes dead and Sky runs to where he was and she finds him there and he's kind of like walloped on the ground and he tells her that, of course, you know, Randolph has the staff. And so we see really quickly, we see Randolph um, go out to, uh, you know, Seville. He's kind of walking along. He's trying to like be nonchalant and, and everything. I want, I want like video game music going on here. Yeah. Like this is like, what sneak level are you at? Oh, that's Mission Impossible. He failed. Because he was noticed. He did not roll a natural 20. His uh, sneak skill is not is not mm. high enough because he sees the, um, I'm not going to call him the paganist group because that feels wrong. It, because it is wrong? Um, the crazy people, he sees them and of course we get the nice little, um, he looks and they're only, they're so far away and then he looks down and then he looks back up and they're like right there. <laughs> yeah. They're like. So many tropes in yeah. like five minutes. They're like, it's, hey buddy. It's. <laughs> Hi. hi. Yeah. Hi there. And so he's like, well, shit. Um, so this is when we go back to the bus and uh, Gemma is is examining Ward. Um, and he's he's all like he's pissier than usual, which which you know, is saying something. You didn't think that was possible. But there you and go. Yet, there it is. And he's like, um, he finally admits that he's been having like these flashbacks. But it was it's a memory he doesn't want to talk about. And so um he uh, distracts everybody by uh, listening in on the interrogation that Coulson's doing of Randolph. Very pissily. Yeah. P- P- everything was Piss- pissily. Pissily? Yes. That's a word now because yes. I said it and you knew what I meant. I did. And so um, Randolph's like, listen, I didn't want to use it. I just wanted to like have evidence that this is history and, and these guys really existed. And You know, I'm just a scholar. Okay. So we kind of. Either I was not paying attention, as I sometimes do. Um, did we skip over the well? No, I mentioned it. Okay. Then you were talking about it, and I wasn't And you were like, do, 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 like, do, do, in your look. head. <laughs> Sorry. So it's okay. Um, it happens sometimes. And so Ward just keeps getting pissier and pissier. Again, saying something. And Gemma's trying to calm him down. She's being very patient with him. Oh, but her patience is being tested. You can tell. Yes. Which I love that she has a limit. Yes. Yes. Because, yeah, you don't want her to be this caricature of, I'm always smiling and happy and I'm that girl. Because that's what we've seen a lot of that from her. But we keep seeing these glimpses of a real person between the cracks. Yeah. And I'm enjoying seeing that. I am too. Um, Because this is a life-changing experience for them being in the field. So, um, so this is when, um, Sky's like, okay, are you, you know, Sky kind of gets him off to the, and she's like, do you remember, are you thinking about what happened with your brother? Cause all she knows is 
Ward had a defining moment because his older brother used to beat up on him and his younger brother. Yes. So she's like, does it have something to do with your brother? And he's like, um, he's like, nope. I, uh, you, you talk too much and you don't do anything and blah. And he's an ass again. And so Gemma checks and, um, it turns out that he still has this like adrenaline spike. Ever which since can he make touched, you pissy. Right, right. Which can kind of make you all jangly and you kind of feel like a loose nerve and, you know. And so um, she offers him a tranquilizer and he's like, no, um, it would stop my ability to protect everybody. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Um, and so uh, Fitz tries to argue with him. And of course, Ward wants none of that. Thank you very much. And he's like, um, he snaps at him and he's like, well, I have to be at, at I have to protect everybody because, um, you know, you're the one that failed to save Gemma. Oh, and I was ouch. like, ow. He's like, I'm the one that had to can, jump out of the plane can, and rescue can, her. Can you take this knife out of my back? Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. I was like, oh, my sweet oh. baby Fitz. Yeah. And then he storms off. And you're like, well, that's that's pretty well, shitty. Well, you're an asshole. Yeah. Um, and so this is when we go out to the interrogation. And Randolph's like, listen, I just wanted evidence proving that all this Norse stuff was real. And so, um, yeah, he wants to show that he's not just teaching mythology, that he's teaching history. He's like, I want to show that the gods are real. And Coulson's like, not gods, aliens. And Randolph's like, listen, I told you everything I know. And Coulson's like, "Um, did you? And I think this is when Coulson's like, listen, I've dealt with these things. I've dealt with aliens before. They're aliens. And Randolph's just like, anyway... (laughs) <laughs> and so Colson's like okay we'll get comfortable because I got shit to talk about with my team and you're just gonna have to hang tight um so before we before we continue on I did want to um remind folks that they can talk to us we do have some lovely feedback we do um, later in, that we're gonna uh cover uh once we're done with the recap so um people can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com or you can get to us on Twitter at randomtcasts or on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcast which I have to say I've been really crappy about checking notifications lately and I had a tiny little bit of a backlog but I'm getting better about it I'm sorry that's just life happens and i'm sorry it's not on my mind at all because facebook because you don't yeah i know but we had listeners ask for it so we have it it. and we have people on there who talk to each other on it so that's good yeah we've got quite a few followers now and there's a couple of people that that's pretty sweet well michael talks to us on there well i know but you show me you show me when he sends us which arty type things which uh, i would like to point out that there are pictures on our facebook page (gasps) of the art that michael sent us which is that we actually like have in our possession (sighs) which is so awesome you have to and it's it's marvel stuff yeah some agent carter some agents of shield stuff um go and check it out it's good stuff it's his work is so awesome yeah it's even more awesome now that i know he doesn't do prints yeah, so, I know. like all the stuff we got is like actual Michael yes. touched this and drew it with his own two hands. Yes, yes. and his brain. Yes, it's awesome. It's pretty sweet. I love it's my very, Loki. very sweet. And we had to split it up, and it was heartbreaking. But yeah, this one's mine. There was no question though. Like I was like, I get Loki. Oh, right? there was never a and question. I, I honestly said that just to be nice, but I was like, I'm getting Loki, right? <laughs> but yeah. Well, I was getting Dugan. Why not? I know. That's. I literally squealed when you saw Dum Dum. When Dugan. I saw Dum Dum Dugan, yeah, I got Rose though. Yes, true. You did. <laughs> but you know what? 
dark matter makes me hard. <laughs> and if you would like reference for that joke, feel free to listen to our Agent Carter podcast. Yes, uh, which you can find on our website at randomtpodcast.com, just to bring that back around that nice full circle. Thank nice. you. Thank you. I Thanks. appreciate that. Sometimes I do well. Uh, yeah, you um, can get all our podcasts on our uh, on our website. Um in addition to this one and Agents of Carter, like we mentioned, we a- also have... Agents of Carter? Ag- God, you got me doing Agents it now. Agents of Carter. You used to do that. I know. Ugh. And uh, we have the MCU feed. Uh, Winter Soldier, I promise it is coming. But again, life has happened. We've done so much adulting this last couple of weeks. Oh, like uh, against our will. Like, yeah. like Lots of adulting. Like car and house issues that just had to be taken care of. It just... I don't like it. We're done adulting for a long time. So, yeah. um, Plus, I don't think you guys realize the amount of research that this nerd across the (laughs) table from me does on the MCU cast. I I know you do. And and it's great. And I think it's it's good. So, actually, we have a lot of feelings about Winter Soldier. And so far, we do have feedback to go through. So, if it turns out to be extra long, it might be a two-parter. It's going to be. It's, It's going to at least be two hours. Yeah. If not longer podcast. So look forward to that. That is coming. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, on top of our Marvel podcast, we don't do all Marvel all the time, though it seems like it sometimes. Uh, we do have Gotham, which yep. is a DC-based show, and it's really getting good. It is. Um, they've I'm done, enjoying it way more than I thought They've I started some casting stuff. has yeah. already come out for that show. So we'll do a preview cast for that before it's season three starts. Um, but then there's three seasons of Sleepy Hollow, which we will never do another Sleepy Hollow podcast again. But three seasons are out there. But there's also our uh, mini series series, yeah, which uh, we're about to wrap up. Houdini and Doyle, yeah, that was uh, a fun little show. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, and then there's the just random movies, which we yeah. just did. Uh, the the cabin in the woods, the cabin in the woods. Chris, speaking of we, which we discussed already, so uh, you can check all of that out. Yeah, and if you want to see a baby Chris Hemsworth. Uh, go go give that a gander. Uh, and also, I kind of want to throw out there, I will be leaving for uh, Europe in about three weeks. Not yeah. three weeks. Whoa. Let me try that again. In about a month. Yeah. It's about a month away that I'll be leaving. And I will be gone for three weeks. And I will be by Got myself. that backwards. No, you. I'm taking you with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you are. Kind of. Kind of. It look, it'll look like you anyway. Yeah. So uh, I'll be gone for three weeks. So if you want to follow my Twitter feed... And see all the sites and uh, from where we're starting out in Edinburgh and we're going to end in Surrey, I think. Sounds about right. Um, Yeah, because we're going to go from London to Bath to Surrey. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you can follow my Twitter feed. You can find all of that on our website. If you go to the website and go to the Who Are We? Yeah. um, You'll have to request to follow me because my feed is private for uh, reasons. Um, So, but... If I if I go and see your your Twitter feed and you look like an actual human being, yeah, then I'll probably let you follow me. So, but yeah, it'll be out there. It'll and uh, the goal is, and I'm not promising anything, but the goal is to <laughs> to stockpile enough Shield episodes that um, that you, you won't even know I'm gone. Yeah, and I'll just be sobbing by myself. Oh, all by myself. I'll just all by yes, I will drunkenly myself. sing that every night. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to do the best we can to try and get ahead. Because now that Houdini and Doyle is over, yeah, we can. We'll be able to. We to can do knock more. some of these yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be great. It'll be fine. So, um, but one other thing that yes. they can find on our podcast is our Amazon affiliate link on our website. Yeah, yeah. Did it, what did I say on, on our, our podcast? They can find it on our website because you okay. can't actually 
click a link on our podcast because it's kind of that would just be weird that would be weird um but yeah you can get our (laughs) and uh i know gina mentioned that she used it uh this week which is really cool um but basically what it is is if you click through it and you buy what you normally would buy on amazon um amazon gives us a tiny little cut of that leave us some coppers yeah it doesn't it doesn't cost you anything extra um, and it just kind of helps fund uh, all our storage because unlimited storage ain't free. No, it's not. And that way you can listen to all of our podcasts whenever you want straight from our website yep. as well as iTunes, Stitcher. Pocket Cast. Podbean? Did I see that one pop up? No, Podbean you had to pay. Oh, well, screw they, that. They wanted to actually host them for us. Oh, no, 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 no. Instead no, of no, just no. taking our feed. And no, I was like, fuck no, 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 no. But, um, but yeah. Oh, and if there's a podcast, if there's a podcast feed that you listen to, let us know, and we can try and get on it too. Mm-hmm. As long as it's just me submitting the feed to it. Yeah, we no don't props. want it, we don't need anybody hosting it. We host yeah. ourselves. So yeah, but yeah, you get it straight from the website. I mean, boom. Yeah, there it is. Exactly. Or if you you know really love us, you can drop about a hundred dollars on our <laughs> uh, donate link, and uh, we'll record a podcast for you. A movie of your choice. Any your movie of your choice. Yeah. Hey, if I podcasted blow dry, I'll podcast anything. <laughs> Raising Arizona too. That was not oh, your favorite. Yeah. Raising Arizona. Yeah. I yep. would rather chew nails. But we did it. But it we a, did because was that was a damn a, charity podcast. That was a charity podcast, so we did it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there it is. Anyway, I'll stop. Okay. Talking now. All right, so we go back to Piss Baby Ward, <gasps> and uh, he is working the punching bag in the cargo bay, and I'm like, oh, Steve Rogers looks better when he does this. <laughs> Doesn't he? He just is better. Well, but Steve Rogers makes Grant Ward look tiny. I know. Like a tiny, tiny boy. That, and he wears those tight-ass t-shirts that that S.H.I.E.L.D. intern, God bless Bless them, that intern. Buys them three sizes too small. And I'm convinced that they're like, no, Mr. Rogers, this it's, is this, this is, is the biggest they come in. <laughs> this is the millennium, you know. This is all we this get. This is how they're wearing them. It's to save money in manufacturing. It's, you know, mass production. <laughs> this the is the best on. we can do. Just put, put the, the damn shirt on. Shirt on. <laughs> and Steve, being the consummate gentleman, doesn't want to, you know. Rock the boat. There you go. Um, so May comes in and... Um, she tries to calm his ass down, and he's like, no, the best cure for me is to stop these bastards before they hurt somebody else. And you're like, ugh. It's like, I'm bored this. This is the beginning of the ward hate, I think. Yeah, where you're just like, hmm, you're just being an asshole. Um, so we get a quick scene of, the, uh, of Jacob and Petra, and they're meeting with more crazies. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's time to take the power for yourselves. And a bunch of them are now grasping the staff. <laughs> so we're just making uh, the rod. <laughs> we're just making more berserkers. Like, I don't know if there's a limit. They're to building how many. an army. Or, or how long does the effect last? Yeah, I don't know. Like, and I don't know if like only a certain number can touch it before so it, many charges. the power is diluted. Does, the, char- does the charge. God, need- this is just a dick joke episode, what <laughs> what is its recovery time i mean does it need to like wait five minutes does, does it need a sandwich yeah. a beer does it need a nap afterwards, a nap afterwards? yeah <laughs> we so, could go yeah. all day it's been a long time since we've done a dick joke marathon it, it has it was since uh agent carter i think so yeah dark matter makes me hard right, there Just, you go i had to there you go say that again because it feels good <laughs> anyway i thought so too um, so this is, <laughs> we see 
see Ward go up to Phil's office, who I noticed later in this episode, we find out that it's also Colson's bedroom. Um, Moment of silence for Colson's bedroom. Yeah. Also his office, so it's kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, so he goes upstairs and he's like, listen, um, I'm getting all it's these. It's his quarters. It's his qu- oh, quarters is much classier. It's his quarters. Um, and it's so- a ship. It is a ship. That works. Quarters work. Airship. It works. I'm thinking like Star Trek. Yeah. Though, so yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Um, and so he's like, hey, I'm having all these shitty memories from my childhood that I tried to lock away and bury and I'm getting I'm them again and it sucks. F- Feelings. I'm having f- f- feelings. Ugh. Yeah. It's like a. Who does that? It's like our friend Ka- uh, Caitlin when she's like, it made me feel feelings. That's how Ward feels. Yes. Yeah. I she feel, doesn't like I to feel, feel the feelings. I, I, yeah. I'm, I feel that. Yeah. Not feeling the feelings. And so um, he's like, uh, you know, I can't get it to go away and I can't trust myself. So I, I need to be removed from the situation. And Colson's like, you admitted that though. And the fact that you admitted that to me tells me that you can still be involved in this. And I was like, that's a shitty decision. Yeah. Um, this is not going to end well. Yeah. And so they're looking at Randolph on the monitor because he's still cooling his heels in the uh, <laughs> interrogation room. And um, Colson's like, why don't you let out a little of that rage? And you're like, please don't Aww. beat up my small man. Aww. My precious little Peter McNichol. And so um, they go into the interrogation cell and Ward does the whole oh, demand answers. And he's like, listen, I don't know anything more than I told your boss. And this is when Ward takes out a knife and stabs at him. Except for Elliot has these crazy reflexes and he catches it and he twists it and he's like, damn it. So was it actually a bad idea, Coulson? Or was he just testing a theory? I think he was testing a theory. He was definitely, he knew something was up. He knew something was up with this guy and I think it was just confirming a theory. It was way too coincidental that this guy knew so much about this particular rod and And its locations. And happened to be working in the city where the staff happened to Uh be. Uh-huh coincidence i think not the universe is rarely, rarely that so, lazy. so lazy so lazy that, that lazy, lazy whatever mycroft where are you when i know i'm gonna get my sherlock card revoked i know um and so this is when colson's like uh okay so you're you're an asgardian right and he's like yeah and so i love it so this is basically the scooby-doo take the mask off the villain yeah because he's like now that there's no pretense he like snaps his cuffs off I like. I really liked that moment. His of change just, of demeanor. Yeah, he's just yeah. completely like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Phil's like, you didn't flinch in this whole thing. I mentioned aliens, and you're like, what the fuck ever. And so, um, this is when uh, Colson's like, for those meddling kids. I know. You know, fish shake. Um, and so this is when Colson's like, and you're the berserker from the legend. And so it's great. It's great. Mm, could be. And so May is. Uh, you know, locking everything down um, with, you know, based on uh, based on instructions from from Phil and um, Fitzsimmons are eager to start taking samples because Simmons is like, well, what if we just got some small tissue samples and some brain samples? And Simmons already has like a full science boner. She does. And she, she has stopped seeing him as a person at that point, though. All she sees is was, a specimen. I was kind of surprised at that. Yeah, I was too. I think she's compartmentalized a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, let's maybe not dissect the alien. No, let's. That's let's not, not our no, right to do no. just because science. And so this is when, um, you know, they're still they're still in the interrogation room slash cell. 
And uh, Randolph is like, listen, you're going to have to open the door eventually if you want to get out. And Coulson's like, no, not really. My team will just lock it down per my orders. And he's like, why did you ever even, like, tell anybody where the fucking staff was? That was really... (laughs) The fuck? That was a dumb shit move. And he's like, there was this girl... She was pretty. Was she pretty? She's this French girl. And I told her to impress her, but she told her fucking priest brother who wrote it the fuck down. Oh, fuck. See, this is why you don't tell people. Exactly. And so this is this is where he's like, listen, I hated that fucking staff. It it had a horrible effect on me. And, and just, I'm glad you reminded me when we were going through uh, the recap earlier. He was not one berserker. He was part of an army. Yeah, they he was, all had staff. He was a berserker in an army of berserkers. He just decided to stay. But but think about that power. Asgard's man. Yeah, that, that's just why we think of them as gods and the berserkers. If he the berserkers are of there are legend. legends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I thought yeah. that was really interesting. And he's like, I hated how it made me feel, so I put it down when I decided to stay on Earth. And um, he he notices. Ward, he's like, uh, you feel the same way, don't you? He can tell immediately that Ward has touched the, the staff. Yep. And so Coulson's like, I want your help. And he's like, no, nah. I'm a pacifist now. And he's like, you know, they can only do so much because eventually they'll age and die. So <laughs> this problem will solve itself. And they're like, uh, in centuries? And he's like, yeah. He's looking at the long game. So, you he know. just wants to live a nice, quiet life on Midgard. Yep. And so this is when Phil threatens to go I'm to assu- Thor. Okay, now I'm assuming, because we don't know. Yeah. This Asgardian came to Midgard mm-hmm. and fell in love. Right. Broke up his berserker staff, hit it across the globe. Right, right. To be with his love. Well, they never said he fell in love. They said he fell in love with humanity, not with mm, any one specific that's woman. That's right. Well, I was going to say he outlived her. Yeah. Well, any woman he's surely loved, he would have fallen. Yeah, he surely he would have fallen in love at least a couple of times. Yes, yeah. so he would have outlived them, and so this is where he wants to be. Yeah, I'm trying to make it romantic, okay? Me, me. Why? Well, lo- <laughs> That's really weird. feelings. I know feelings. Fluff. Join us. Something's wrong. Join with the me. fluff. Something's wrong with me. But this, I, I thought this was interesting. But angst because she's dead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I thought this was interesting because I, I can't remember if it's at this point or a little later where somebody's like, do you know Thor? And he's like, oh, yeah, we used to hang out. No, I don't fucking know Thor. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. It's kind, it kind of reminded me when, um, <laughs> when as soon as Loki shows up on Midgard and uh, Selvig goes, oh, Thor's brother in the Avengers. Oh, God. Yeah. It's like it's always fucking Thor. So I thought that was funny. But Coulson does threaten to go to Thor, even though he has no way to contact Thor or get, you know. But, of course, Randolph doesn't know that. And he's like, I'll go to Thor. I'll, t- I'll tattle on you to Thor. And he's like, okay, I'll help you. <laughs> um, and he tells him that the third piece is in a monastery in Ireland where um, he was taken in by the monks. And so I was like, ooh, this is cool. Ooh, this yes. Is- and so they go to... Um, they go to Ireland. They're they're flying there, and so Ward is talking to him, and he's like, "Listen, um, is this shit gonna wear off?" And Randolph's like, "Yeah, um, I mean, he's like, well, you're human, so I mean, it's kind of different than me, but yeah, a couple decades, it should it should wear away." 
And oh. Ward's like, are you serious? And so um, we go to Skye and Coulson, and um, Skye asks Coulson if Ward is okay, because, you know, he's pretty fucked up. And Coulson's like, nope, he told me he's fucked up, so it's okay. That makes sense, right? That's Phil logic. And so at least he understands the change that the staff is bringing out mm-hmm, in him. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean he can't well, control he rec- it. Well, he recognized that it's happening. And yeah. the first step is to recognize there's a problem. So yeah. so he can go to Berserker Anonymous and it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And so um, it's been three days since I've last touched a staff. <laughs> that's a, a rage whole, staff. That's a whole other help group, okay? <laughs> that's called confession. There you go. <laughs> you need Jesus. <laughs> Or Odin. Not sure which. Well, nobody needs Odin. <laughs> nobody needs Odin. And so uh, they show... That would be Zeus giving the confessions. Yeah. So... Yeah. So they show up at this monastery and um, uh, Randolph shows him around and he's like, oh, I was... Uh, they treated me like... They called me a saint. And I was like, which saint? Which saint? But they didn't elaborate that. No. Because I wanted to look in on that. But, you know, whatever. And so, uh, you, and you couldn't tell. Every, they were showing, like, a tapestry or, or a stained glass window. And I, I couldn't get anything from that. No. Mm-mm. I was like, wah, wah. Well, it would have to be an Irish saint. Yeah, I was like. That an was- Irish Norse. Now I'm turned around and that's just weird. So, anyway. I was like, that was a research fail. I tried. And so, um, but except for the, the staff fragment is gone now and of course asshole jacob shows up and he's like ha ha and so he stabs randolph with the fragment and um in the heart no less in the heart and ward's dumb fuck ass pulls it out because i was like well now he'll puncture wound. die yeah puncture wound um and so of course it's a fatal wound for normal people um and uh so he's gonna like ward's gonna go fight them while uh, Simmons is trying to figure out what to do with, you know, this god with a gaping hole in his chest. You know, an Asgardian anatomy. Yeah, and she, she's like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And Phil's like, do something. And she's like, I don't know. And so Phil just gets his hand in there. and Keeps the heart pumping is and what she's he's like, And he's like, what do I need to do, Gemma? And she's like, uh, keep the heart pumping? And so he just goes to town. Because Asgardians heal... Quick. So so much faster. So they think if they can get keep the heart pumping long enough for his healing factor to kick in. Okay, but his hand is in there. Isn't it going to try and heal around his hand, and when he pulls it back out, it's going to cause more damage? Maybe if the heart itself heals? I, like, I don't know. Like, can he control his healing that directly? I don't know. Did he roll a natural 20? I think he did. Uh, I think he did. Based on the end of this episode, I think he did. Yeah. And so, um... What's not charisma? It's not stamina. It's not intelligence. Endurance. It's not dexterity. Endurance? I thought endurance was stamina. It's usually stamina. Stamina, is that the heal? Is that what controls the healing? I never actually played D&D. I just played one on TV. I don't know. I don't know D&D. I just know RPGs. Mm, okay. Same thing. Uh, yeah. D&D is an RPG, I know. so. I know. So, um... So this is when, uh, you know, Ward starts fighting with this asshole Jacob and um, he keeps getting memory flashes and he uh, he gets and he knocks the guy out. And um, we get we get shots interspersed of Coulson basically having his hand in this guy's chest. 
Um, and so Sky is trying to calm Ward down after the immediate threat is gone. I'm surprised he didn't punch her or some shit. I would have. I ca- yeah. And so uh, this is when Petra and her other asshole friends show up. And so Ward grabs the two fragments that he has now. Because he has the one Jacob had, and then he has the one that Jacob stabbed into. Um, or no, he has the one they had, and then he's got the one Jacob stabbed into um, Randolph's chest. Which I thought was stupid to stab your big berserker weapon and then leave it in the guy's chest. Because Ward picked it well, up. Well, Jacob's not exactly smart. That's so true. That's true. He's not too smart. And so... Um, he's he, just leaving his rod or laying around wherever. I know, it's just tacky, and you shouldn't do that when there are, you know... Like, people present that you don't know. That's just tacky. It is. You only do that with friends and family. It's immoral. And so... <laughs> Sometimes not even with them. Just yeah. saying. And so as he, he's got two of the fragments, uh, he's double fisting them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. And he gets more memories, and we get a, we get a more coherent picture of what happened. Um, it turns out Ward isn't the one in the well. No, it's his, his little brother. His little brother's in the well. And his older brother is there, and he's he, he wants to get his little brother out, and his older brother's like, no, we have to wait. And if you don't wait, I'll throw you in, too. And so it's just like this like gut-wrenching kind of a thing, and you're like, wow, that's really fucked up. Yes, it is. Um, but Ward does finally get control of himself to some degree, and um, he uh, he's kind of pulled a hairy heart in the church because he's knocked out a butt ton of them and there's only two people left now this came before it did come before uh kingsman kingsman so did harry hart do a ward maybe Uh, no i don't like that i don't like that that feels dirty (laughs) (laughs) and so this is when uh it's down to petra and uh another guy and they attack ward and may's like i'll take care of it and so Sky helps get Ward away because he's done fucked up. He is. His the, there's only so much adrenaline the body can take, and then the before whole it starts to shut down, and, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, so May knocks Petra down, and then she picks up all three of the staff. Well, fragments. okay. In in this scene, I I enjoyed the fact that it was May that took on Petra. Yeah. Because that was woman on woman, as opposed to Ward being a manly man meeting up a little girl. Yeah. So I like that May was the one. Now, May picks up two pieces of the staff before she assembles it. She has two yes. of the pieces, which reminds me of a character we see later in the series. I am. Oh, oh, I had to be prompted. I will state for the record that Johnny had to prompt me, but that's <laughs> that's pretty fucking cool. Mm hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which I did, of course, would not have thought about the first time we saw this. Yeah. But in this particular rewatch, spoiler section, I'm sorry. I yeah, just well, needed to point it out here. Yeah. But we'll we'll mention that. Um, and so then she, she but puts... But I, I did like the woman against woman as yes, opposed to Ward yes. beating up a girl. And so she puts she puts the shit together and she knocks Petra out. And um, this is when we see May, like, kind of come back to herself. She puts... She just puts the staff down, and um, you can tell she's going through some shit, though, but she's yeah. a lot better at controlling it than Ward is. She's had a lot more practice. I don't know. Not so much she's had more practice. I think she's actually dealt with it, is what we I think we she's learned. more attuned to it it's than what, he is. Well, when she says in the next What scene. she says later, yeah. yeah. And so she, she looks up at Ward, and they do the whole mutual nod thing, and... Um, 
we do find out that Randolph is finally healed enough because he's like, am I alive? And they're like, yep. Well, you ain't dead. Yeah. And, and so, this is not Valhalla. So no, not Valhalla. And so later, um, Simmons is talking to Randolph about his healing ability and her parents call. And she's like, I have to actually talk to them. And so she takes the call and, um, you know, Warden May or Ward asks May what she saw when she held the, the staff and I don't know if it's more intense the more pieces. Mm, like I would assume so. I would think so. And so um, she doesn't mention anything specifically, but she's like, it was bad. And he's like, oh, how did you overcome it? And she's like, because I see this every day as it is. Yeah, so she's... She sees her worst memory every day. She's actually dealing with it. She deals with it on a daily basis. Unlike Ward, who earlier in the episode was like, I tried to like block this shit out a long time ago and not think about it anymore. Mm -hmm. So you kind of get the impression of either May is either punishing herself or just in that kind of, I don't know why you would want to relive your worst memory every day. Or if it's just remembering and it's that, it's that big of an impact on her life. I can only assume from my minimal life experience because compared to may <laughs> yeah uh that she's forcing herself to relive it every day so she doesn't make the same mistake okay um okay. and also there's a, still got to be rough there's on also you. uh the guilt factor of it because if she forgets about it then that's she's she's punishing herself yeah and if she forgets about it, then she's not punishing herself anymore. I don't know what the right answer is. Yeah. Because it's one thing to learn from an experience. And God knows you should. If you fuck up, you should learn from it. But reveling, not reveling in it, but like forcing yourself to. Bathing to, in it. Yeah. Bathing in it. Yeah. Like that just seems painful. Dwelling on it. Yeah. You've yeah. got to be able to move on, which she's obviously not. Yeah. But we don't know what it is. Nope. Something has happened to her. This is the big question mark. We're starting to May see. May is so mysterious. We've, yes. We're seeing bits and pieces of what's happened to Ward. We're starting to learn about him. But we know nothing about May at this point. Because the more I see of May at this point, the more I'm like, why was she at a desk job? Why was she so anti What was she? What's she avoiding? What was she's she a running badass. From? Yeah, she she's. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. She's the. This is where they make the red cavalry. There you go. I wasn't even going to attempt it. Yeah. I was just going to avoid the whole word. So. Yeah. Um, so this is when uh, Colson looks at the whole staff. He He's not going to touch it because we don't need an even bigger shit storm. Um, Colson don't need nobody else's staff. No. <laughs> just saying. Well, he's already had Loki's staff in his oh, chest. Oh, you went there. <laughs> I did. You went there. I did. I bet there are people that ship Loki and uh, Phil. Floki. <laughs> <laughs> not Colkey? Maybe. Hmm, wait, wait. Lawson. 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 I can't do Loki and Phil. It's just not rolling off the tongue. Yeah. Lol. No, that is no, 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 that, no. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. It made it. Lo- I like Lawson. Uh huh. There you go. Son of Low. Somebody. Some. You know somebody ships it. Some. Oh well, they will now. There you go. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, and so Randolph comes over and he's like, oh, I know that look. And he's like, um, he's like, you know, asks him what he wants to see. And Colson's like, okay, but like, I was killed and I can't remember what happened. And cause he, he's still burdened by this mm-hmm. and May's haunted by her shit. Phil's haunted by his. And he's like, um, 
he tells him that, you know, he can't remember. And um, the Hasgardian's like, I, I don't see a problem. You don't remember your death. That sounds kind of shitty. And what's wrong with that? Yeah, exactly. And so um, as they're leaving, Randolph is like, well, I'm going to have to get a new life now. And this is when Coulson's like, oh, you should check out Portland. <laughs> and we know from the Avengers that the cellist That's where the cellist, they have a the great philharmonica, he says. Yep. I'm like, uh-huh. I know where you're going with this. Yeah. And so I'm like, mm, my baby. And so this is when. That's Iron Man. No, that was in the Avengers. The cellist was, that Avengers? was in the Avengers. Okay, I couldn't When remember. he comes to interrupt 12% of a moment. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's Keep right. love alive. That's right. So um, this is when they actually, like, the team gets a real field trip. They get to stay in a hotel, like grown-ups. Ooh, ah. And um, Sky finds Ward drinking at the bar. And he's like, I'm sorry I was such a dipshit. And she's like, it's okay. I'm here for you. And Ward's like, mm, I'm going to go to bed. I don't want to, yeah, like, I don't no. want to, like, talk about it and stuff with my feelings. Um, but he's like, feelings. Maybe, we, maybe we can talk about it some other time. And so he goes upstairs to his room. And he sees, um, he sees May down the hall going into her room with this big old bottle of uh, alcohol. And she, she leaves her door open. Mm-hmm. And then he goes in. It's an obvious invitation. It is. And I don't like it. Immediately. No. I do not no. like it. No. And um, our final scene is Coulson. Um, he's, he's getting a massage on the beach. It's beautiful. And um, this is when the masseuse tells him that Tahiti is a magical place. And he wakes up in a cold sweat. And this is where we find out that he, Not his all quarters ma- are his quarters. Not all magickers, good magic, just saying. Yeah. Yeah. So we get the, the more Tahiti is a magical place buzzword. And yeah. And so I do not like this May and Ward business. Nobody likes it. Yeah. Ward? Or way. How about no <laughs> way? <laughs> Just no. Yeah. Well, there's Melinda and Grant. So Grant Linda. Grilinda. Mm-hmm. Grant. Man. Just see, we can't even make a ship name out of it. It doesn't exist. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just no. I don't like it. Just no. Now, why? I just viscerally, this was like no to me, but I... You know why? Because May is mom I and Ward is one of the children. I think that's what it is. That's what it was. And I, and I want her with Phil because... Well, yes. That's because, dad. you know, like in the old, put the mats down and go a few rounds, like the old days. They have a history. Yeah. And so, I, just, I mean, I, I understand the finding comfort and two people who, who have been, they've got all this, they shared have experience, they've got adrenaline to burn. Yeah. And it's going to be hate sex. So much hate sex. But you know what? Sometimes you need hate sex. I just didn't want her to have it with him. Yeah. I just don't like it. Yeah. Immediately, but, it, viscerally, I'm just like, nah. but at the same time, Ward didn't take advantage of Sky. That's true. That is a true statement. May was willing. Or Sky was? May was. Well, oh, Sky was oh, willing, saying, but May yeah. was willing, but Sky wasn't necessarily. Well, and Sky wants to talk. May yeah. does, or Ward doesn't want to talk. Ward and wants May to understands work through this that. in a different way. Yeah. And understands. So there's two sides of that coin, but still, to me, it's May is mom yeah. and Ward is one of the children. Yeah. 
And it kind of came out of left field. That's what it, it felt very forced to me. So, yeah. I, I just, the whole leaving the door open invitation thing did not feel like a May kind of thing to do. Mm-hmm. Because she's a very solitary, like, that's how she deals with stuff. So, I, I don't know. It just felt, yeah. 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 Well, people deal with their feelings in different ways. And I remembered what episode it was when I was like, oh, this is that shit. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, nobody likes it. So, yeah. Um. So, we have we have feedback, correct? We do. Uh, I do want to point, we did get, uh, we've got some tweets from Franzi. Okay. Who uh, was unable to email us but she did tweet we had asked about uh where people assume it's set oh shield yeah 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 Yeah. uh franzi says uh, i always assume it's set in america unless they explicitly say it isn't okay but she believes that shield operates internationally they just don't show it clearly they do because they were in london Yes. Well, I believe that Shield is supposed to be a MI6 American in the comics, British thing. In the comics, it was a joint venture between American and British intelligence. Which is how, well, that's how, that's how Peggy, got uh, Peggy involved. was involved. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I, I thought this was interesting that we get a Thor tie-in with not only just the fact that we get them cleaning up in London. That could have been the only tie-in. But they brought in an, an Asgardian story without it being a rehash of anything we'd seen yes. with Thor. It was a complete. It was it was the same region without being the same story. Yeah, and that was so that was great. I thought that was great, and I think we Peter explored was great. We explored something a little differently. Yeah, yeah, oh, I enjoyed his character. He was. I'm like, can he be on the team now? He was believable as an old Asgardian. He was kind of short. Yeah, and but he stocky, gave no fucks. No, none. None. He's like, well, eventually they'll die and our problem will be solved. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah. So so I thought that was great. So, all right. So we have an email from Michael. Yay. Aloha, ladies. Aloha. So we open this episode shortly after the events of Thor the Dark World. And Gemma doesn't seem too pleased to be cleaning up the, quote, gods. No. I like that Gemma's parents are checking on her. I might have been a nice... Uh, might have been a nice moment for Fitz and Simmons to visit family since they were in the UK. Yeah. Meanwhile, in Norway, some park rangers have the unfortunate luck of stumbling upon some hipster loggers with apparent rage issues. <laughs> they apparently felled a tree to get to part of some rune staff that was in the trunk. That was in the trunk. Fitzsimmons are able to scan an imprint of the rod in the tree trunk to create a 3D model. Luckily, Coulson knows a guy that's up on Myth, North Myth, Norse Mythos. Damn, that was hard to say. But I did like that, like you mentioned, they they called it back to, this is the guy I worked with in when I yes. was in New Mexico. So, like, he did know the guy. Uh, so, Michael says, no, not Thor. It's a Professor Elliot Randolph. He identifies it as part of the Berserker staff, which, as the name implies, induces Berserker rage. So, so, touching a Norse staff makes one mad and strong. There's a dick joke in there somewhere. I'm sure of it. Yeah, we found a bunch of those. Not but that particular one. No, that that's pretty good. Touching though. a Norse staff makes one mad and hard. But was there dark matter involved? That's what I need to know. Well, and we did have angry sex later, so mad and hard. Okay, you know. there you go. Uh, so he says the professor points to the Baffin Island in Canada, which really does have Norse artifacts and settlements. Yeah. Yes, it does. So uh, anyway, the team tracks down another piece of the staff in Spain. Hey, isn't that where the professor was from? <gasps> sure enough, when. 
Ward catches up with the staff that's in the possession of Professor Randolph. Randolph scuttles with a staff piece, but not before Ward gets his hand on the rod and gets rod rage. <laughs> that's the best thing. I think our dick joke game was weak. I know. Michael, Michael wow. brought it. Uh, interesting, Ward has flashbacks and passes out rather than getting stronger and madder like everyone else. Then Randolph gets the staff piece taken from him by the Nordic riders. Back on the bus. It's like an episode of... I know. Back on the bus. Oh, uh, 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 uh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Her welcome brain. to Night Vale. Welcome oh, yeah. to Night Vale. <laughs> Michael, I would like to suggest that if you have not listened to Welcome to Night Vale, it is a podcast. You should listen to this. Not above us, though. No, 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 no. Us first. We're, we're more important than them. Um, anyway, back on the bus, we get an obligatory shirtless aggro ward harassing the folks trying right. to help him. Right. Not too different than normal ward, actually. I know. Like, he was just like, kind of... Like, was he different? Yeah, he was just kind of a bigger dick. Okay, I want to pause the, 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 the feedback here. And I, this is something I thought of a minute ago, and I wanted to come back to it. So, from here on out, ward is affected by the berserker staff... And May, too, because he said, like, it'd be a couple decades before the effect would yeah. wear off. So and he, said, he said, oh, that feeling in your in your soul uh-huh. that there's some great, horrible, gaping wound. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, they have to live with that forever. So we're going to have to see if there's any more reference like, to this mm. down the road. So anyway, back to the, the feedback. Um, okay, we find out Randolph is actually an Asgardian deserter and former Mason. Yep. To be one, ask one, I guess. I was cool to see uh, Peter McNichol to get an unassuming badass while crumpling Ward's knife. Yeah, that was real. I really enjoyed that scene. Oh, it was scene. cool. I, I really I, enjoyed that scene. Okay, Randolph leads them to the location of the last piece of the staff, where, of course, the team has to fight the Nordic hate group for it. For the it. What time did he send this? Oh, this is the one for 3 o'clock in the morning. We can Michael. do math. Well, not Michael. really, but... Well, you it know. says Wednesday, June 29th at 2.51 a.m. I don't that know if our that's time? our time or his time. I don't that's know. That's our time. I think his T is T button must be sporadic. It's weird. Because I was cool or it was cool. Oh. Uh, well, you know, I had shift uh, shift issues, so. No, that's true. Not No, uncommon. I'm not knocking it. I think it's funny. Uh, <laughs> the leader of the group stabs Randolph in the chest, but it's cool. Coulson has things in hand. Oh, my God. This time when Ward grabs the staff pieces, he gets the proper berserker rage and handily defeats the first wave of the Hague group. When more of them show up, May takes the lead. When she rages, it's out of control because it's, it, when she rages out, it's controlled because she lives in the darkness inside every day and because May. Because May. And because May. Have to love the oh shit look the others give her when she acts like nothing happened. Yeah. We wrap up with Ward still dealing with the flashbacks caused by the staff. The flashbacks give us a hint that Ward has had a troubled childhood. Yeah. Both Sky and May look to help him out. To help him out, May's method seems preferable. Well, to you, yeah. Well, to anybody. To, to, Let's face to, it. To, well, yeah. To anybody. May. Angry sex. Mm. The stinger scene finally shows us Tahiti. Or does it? <gasps> wah, wah, There's wah. something off about this magical place. Yeah. So. As you look up at my fungos. Oh, I was just looking up into the Dramatically. office. You were being dramatic? I was. Awesome. So, um, that's all of the non-spoilery stuff I have. Yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to discuss before we get to the spoilery section? No. 
Okay, so we missed our disclaimer yet again that we are uh, re- redoing season one after we have watched uh, season three, three. Yeah. So we have tried not to leave any spoilers. We're sorry if we do. This is your chance to turn back now if you're watching and listening as you're going and you have not yet seen uh, the first three seasons. This is your chance to turn back now. I'm not going to warn you again. And welcome to the spoiler section. Da, da, da. We need theme music. Da, 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 da. I've got Mission Impossible. I've never seen a single one of them, and I still have the theme song oh stuck gosh. in my head. You know Simon Pegg's in the last couple. My Life is a Musical. Yes, well, I no, do the know. the last three. Well, but I have to go back to the beginning. I, know I can't you do. start at the end. I know. A new do. Jason Bourne movie is coming out that I can't see. I know. That's why I made you. Because I'm a loser. That's why I made you watch Skyfall before we went to see Casino Royale. Yeah, well, Jane, I'm not. No, not Casino. The other way around. Uh, uh, Skyfall and then the shitty one. Spectre. Spectre. Yeah. The tentacle porn. Yes, tentacle porn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, spoilery. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. There, we never see another hint of this berserker shit ever again. No. It's never mentioned. It's never brought up. They never talk about it. It doesn't. Oh, that's just the berserker rod Not talking. Not even Hive when he got all up in there no. going, going, there's some like there's some rage and shit this going was supposed on in this to body. Be, this was supposed to be several decades worth of rage. Now, May, I could understand, but Ward? So, hashtag Hydra Watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he doesn't, there, I don't really see a huge difference. So, what do they do with the staff? Because that's Did they give it back to Randolph? It, it was that his. Seems like that would be a great weapon for Hydra to seek out. Well, the staff belongs to Randolph. I would think they would get. I, we don't know what happened to it, but I would assume they'd give it back to. It does belong to him. Yeah, I would. I would rather. Is he on the list? Uh, see, I don't know. I don't know if that's just. Did he actually people? Is it Asgardians? Did he is get it, sent back to Asgard? I, they threatened I him with it. So. They threatened him with it, but I didn't get that impression. And, and oh, we the next, know later. Wait, that, wait. Was it Coulson says the next time Thor's in town, I'll introduce you? Yeah. But we get... N- and when we see Randolph again in season three, uh-huh. we get the impression that he is very much okay, on so the he's, run. Okay, so he's been on Earth all this time. So yeah. yeah, but he's on the run. Yeah, that's right. But why the fuck does Asgard care? They have laws he's too. Living, but he's living a very inconspicuous life. He's still a deserter. Yeah, well, I guess that. Yeah. They have long yeah. memories. You know what happens if you desert the wall? That's true. You get beheaded. You get beheaded. By an icicle. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, but yeah, it kills me that we see nothing of this yeah. ever again. Ever. You know what we do see again? This fucking May War oh. relationship. <clears throat> oh, it's so awful. And it didn't. It didn't go down any smoother the second time. No, it didn't. But it. And it. But it gave May motivation yeah. down the road. But again, did you have to use a relationship with a man to give Cause May motivation? Because sh- I'm pretty sure Melinda May. Like it doesn't take you. All she, it you having have- sex with her and betraying her. Like. Just you fucking betray her? her. Like she'll she'll hunt you well, down. Well, not just her, but the team. Mm-hmm. That, and the organization. And that would have been enough for her to hate him. They didn't I, have to honestly, pull in the sexual relationship yeah. on top of it. Because it was never a romantic relationship. No. As we saw in, what was it, Tracks? Yeah, I think it, it was. It was never he, romantic. Yeah. See, I think that's one of the reasons why I like the Tracks episode so much, was she was like, yeah. She shuts that shit down. Yeah, this ain't nothing but, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Like, you have a nice ass, but we're not boyfriend-girlfriend. No. Yeah. Well, and we later find out May's married. Well. Divorced. Divorced, but she still had a thing for him, so. Which, understandable. So, I've got some spoilery talk from Michael. Yay. Uh, He says, while this tie-in didn't really impact the show's story, it helped set the show firmly in the MCU. Yes. Our tie-ins these days are equally non-impactful, but they're much more rare. I'd like to go back to getting some reminder every few episodes that it's all connected, even if it's just fan service and doesn't drive the plot in any way. Well, and I started thinking about it, the because um, you were thinking the Yes Men episode, weren't you? As the Asgardian episode. Yes. And it is. That's Sif's episode. That, See, I was, ex- I, for some reason, I read the description for this and I thought this was the Sif episode. That was a tie-in for Thor Dark World on DVD. They mm. even did yeah. tie-ins for the DVD releases the yeah. first season. It, it was the separation of the TV side and the movie side. There's They can't communicate with each other like they used to. They can't. Yeah. They, only, they give them very minor details about what's going to come up so they can write it into the story. And then they've got to figure out the air dates. But I, I understand what he's saying. They don't even have to, to be tie-ins to the, to the movie themselves as much as just reminding us that this is a part of the actual MCU. Yeah. And that's what's it's felt lot, lacking to me. Yeah, there's, they don't bring up Bruce Banner. They don't bring mm-hmm. up uh, Tony or Stark Tech or anything yeah. anymore. So, so yeah. Uh, he says, I know you ladies are on monkey watch now, so I don't, so I don't have to cover Fitz and Ward's opening discussion. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. A monkey. Yeah, because there's, yeah. Oh, we totally didn't even mention it. I, damn it. This is the where it's, he says a monkey could do this. Yes. This is the episode. Yeah. Oh, we missed it. Because we'd already talked about it, but it was the wrong episode. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, since Coulson's team has moved up the shield food chain... Who are they sending out to clean up the gods' messes now? Stark's Iron Legion, maybe? <laughs> that seems like a great idea. That's a great idea until, you know, the whole Ultron thing. Yeah. Uh, while we assume Randolph was joking when he told Ward the rage would wear off in a decade or so, it would be ironic if all the evil Ward stuff that comes is because he's still suffering the staff's effects. Maybe it's all Randolph's fault. But they never, they never mention they it never ever mention again. again. Yeah. You would think somebody like Gemma would be monitoring his adrenaline levels or That's something. That's a good point. That's a really oh, good here, point. Oh, here, Ward, you need to take your, your this medication are... to keep your adrenaline level down to yeah. maintain your... Yeah. Whatever, you know, the rage And if you spike the is. adrenaline too long, can't that kill you? It can like, be I'm very dangerous. Sure yeah, your heart good. rate can only maintain so much and all that, yeah. so... Uh, he says, I think one reason we're all enjoying the rewatch more than we thought we might is because we know where it's going. Watching for the first time, we, it must have felt slower. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good point. A lot of the plot was slow burn until the end, until the fall, until the fall of S.H.I.E.L.D., which yeah. really shifted gears. So that's the And Winter that's Soldier. a lot of the complaints that I've read is, oh, up until the Winter Soldier tie and it just goes so slow and I'm enjoying it. Oh, yeah. I know the shitstorm that's about to happen. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. I, I, you see that? It's Because the whole, the well, the whole, uh, because his, it turns out his older brother is a psychopath and that he actually killed his younger brother. And that's when Ward got uh, pulled in. This is that's, the beginning yep. of Hydra and Ward right here. that was the house fire and that's how, what led him to Garrett. And yeah. That got him into Hydra. This is the beginning of Hydra Ward right here. We just didn't know it. Exactly. Exactly. Because, I mean, even um, Brett Dalton didn't know. Yeah. 
All he knew was that Ward's had a fucked up childhood. Had fucked up childhood. Yeah. Makes my childhood look squeaky clean. Thank you very much. I know, and right? mine wasn't great. <laughs> so uh, Michael gives us, for fun, here's what was shown of, quote, Langstrom's deep web message board that Sky was monitoring. Oh. Okay. Cassius. My research has revealed that the progress of history owes its entire movement forward to the Nordic gods who walk the earth. We... We are the master race who was spawned by the gods. All other, all other must move out of your way or be annihil- annihilated. Yeah, when you start talking about master races, I start immediately like the Nazi bells are clanging in my head. Hydra. Yeah. Hydra. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Venom. We must start an army of super warriors to combat the oppression that has haunted the master race since the dawn of time. All those who choose to oppose us must yield. Mm. Rigel, read the ancient text. We have to go underground, follow the ancient rites, and obey the rules, and we will ascend to Asgard. And that's where they led. That's what led them to the underground. Okay. Okay. Hoff, I rode a horse today. Smiley face. <laughs> I, I, I'm just reading what was written here. Gotcha. I rode a horse today. <laughs> he ain't afraid of horse. I, I rode a horse once. Uh, <laughs> Caleb. I'm not a pessimist, but confrontation is inevitable. We have to accept that this is a war. If you have the proper blood in your veins, then you will be called into action. If you refuse, then you don't deserve to reap the benefits. And Michael would like to note that he gets the feeling Hoff isn't really committed to this revolution. Yeah, I'm thinking not. He's like, ooh, shiny. Horse. Squirrel. Uh, You know, that was probably Loki on, like, dicking around. Was that Loki's horse? Yeah. Yeah, Loki as a horse. How many legs did it have? Oh, you know, if it had eight legs, Loki likes. Then it was Loki's child. Loki likes having them animal babies. Uh, Michael closes with, "Dang, didn't mean to go that long." Cheers and stay marvelous. Oh yay! So that's all I have to say about that. I just yeah, the May Ward thing just didn't get any better. I I don't. I don't like it. Uh, this is the beginning of Hydra Ward, and we never hear about the Berserker Rod ever. We don't know where it went. Yeah. And we if never... it what, if the Decades thing was a joke, which I well, could kind of read okay. that because he's a sarcastic little shit, but I would have liked some confirmation that, oh, Gemma comes in and, oh, uh, I, I've run recent blood work, and I don't think there's going to be any lasting effects. Your levels have already decreased or something some kind of one line explanation is all we need unless it got cut in editing um oh i had an idea about something and i lost the thread when you were talking Uh uh-oh oh uh when hydra fell and they were releasing all those people from the thing from the fridge the from the fridge i mean wouldn't you think that the uh, the asgardian berserker rod would be that's why i i I would feel better if randolph still has it but then again it didn't come up again when he showed but it's never ever the whole berserker staff and its story never gets mentioned again yeah in three seasons yeah and that bothers me yeah i don't i don't care decades of lasting effects we never hear from it again yeah four hours later and nothing it's been 84 years Yeah. yeah no so, but I did, I did really like the, the thought in this episode that this is not legend anymore. Yeah. This shit's this real. This is history. This, this really happened. Yeah. And, and it, it must be so, so exciting to have to, because 
a lot of it is yes legend but you'd have to peel through well legend can be history yeah but you'd have to peel through the facts themopolis from yeah from what actually happened that that'd be really marathon cool. yeah um and so okay so if nordic history quote happened mm-hmm. does that mean that zeus is odin like, do you not just that, have one not, pantheon? Yeah, but so the pantheons are all... Because the pantheons uh, are all so, pretty similar to begin with. Right, right, right. So so the other, the Greek and the Roman and other Celtic pantheons or whatever have you um, are reflections of the Nordic See, the implications history? are pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're they're all archetype personalities anyway. The father, yes. the mother, the you know, mm-hmm. the warrior, the yeah. the lover, the mm-hmm. the god who fucks everything. Wisdom, up. my little baby. Yeah, mischief. Yeah, yeah. They're all represented. The messenger. Mm-hmm. They're all represented. Yeah. So in one way or another. So, so is it all based off of the? Yeah, it it's, would have to really be. It's really cool to think about. And it kind makes of my head brain hurt. hurting. Yeah. So, but still cool. Yeah. So yeah. Anything else? I do not have anything else. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening, guys.